News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Right Side Radio here every afternoon from 2 to 5 PM. And by the way, if you're driving and you're getting out of the range, just know that you can follow us anytime, anywhere. Go to online streaming. Just go to rightsideradio.org. That's our website, rightsideradio.org. And click Listen Live. Doesn't matter where you are. I got folks out of state, down in South Alabama, everywhere that listen to the show. And, uh, and yeah, check it out. No matter where you are, you can listen to Right Side Radio. Well, listen, we're going to head into one of my favorite segments. Um, uh, Copper does a great job running the board, but she is uh, so much more than a board runner. And uh, Copper, uh, it is time for Copper's Corner. I will give it to you. The mic is all yours. Thank you. All right. Well, the Taliban is taking Afghanistan over again. We knew this was going to happen, but we Biden decided to withdraw the troops anyway. And as I've been reading these headlines and being really appalled at what we did, I've been bothered as well to notice that not many people my age seem to be really bothered by this. And that itself then is upsetting me. And maybe this is just my perception from the people I know at the people I see talking online. Maybe you know younger generations who really do care about this issue. But overall, it seems like it's the older conservatives who are the ones speaking up against abandoning that region to the Taliban. And so I was wondering why that is. Because if you stop and think about it, most of the people in active duty right now are millennials. Because millennials are considered the generation between 1980 and 1996. And so new recruits also are Gen Z now. So you'd think that more of those people, more of their peers, would be the ones talking about this and getting angry that we're abandoning those people who've been helping our troops. So I was thinking about about why maybe our generation cares about it, but maybe is just ashamed to talk about it. For me, we grew up at war. I mean, one of my earliest memories was 9-11. And most of our childhood and other peers my age was spent realizing we were at war, but not really knowing what was going on because we were a little too young to understand it. And unfortunately, most of my young adulthood then was spent spent under President Obama's time as president. And so it was really seen negatively during that time. That was when everybody was talking about, oh, we want to bring the troops home. We don't want to be at war anymore. President Bush was terrible. And so I guess it just got into our minds, this constant negative narrative against the war that made us maybe not want to talk about it positively. Another possibility is just the larger cultural disinterest in the larger world, the lack of care for America's reputation abroad. Liberals also have America first mentality, but it's one of complacency and laziness, uh, sort of why should we care about what's going on over there? And they don't really care about what America stands for anymore, which then just sort of bleeds into, again, the mentality of people who grew up being taught by liberals in the public school system. There also is a hierarchy of causes. It seems like first the most important one right now is race, then sexual identity, then gender, then the climate, then poverty. And by the time we've worked our way down to people dying abroad because of our incompetence and neglect, we're already burnt out. And I guess people just think, ah, why should we care? We, we don't see it. Maybe we see people who are weeping in a corner because they have hurt feelings about something sexist. And so that's what we should really care about, right? There's also just, of course, the larger anti-American sentiment. People get 
pushback and are humiliated if they show pride for our country or if we act like it's right for us to continue taking a stand in Afghanistan, that it's a better idea to wallow in the guilt of our father's sins instead of praising veterans and hosting events and having young people meet their elders and talk to them about those stories that they need to hear in order to really understand and care about it. So for all of those reasons, I think overall the younger generations don't really care about the horrible things that are happening in Afghanistan because of this sudden withdrawal. I was horrified by the stories of your friend, Hamad, who was sharing that he had one of his friends call him and literally say, I might be murdered. Will you make sure my children and my wife aren't killed as well, that they don't die because I can't take care of them? And I just can't stand the callous indifference and short-sightedness that seems to be rampant in our country right now. I don't want to live among a people and to be a people that doesn't care about what we're leaving behind us. I don't think we should just wallow in our past it's important to learn from our history but we need to learn from our recent history as well not just talk about slavery from the past but about recently shouldn't we have learned that it's a bad idea to pull out like this now i know i don't have to to sell this to our audience i'm preaching more to myself and my own generation i guess i wish that we would have a fragment of the passion for these people we're leaving behind that we show on social media when somebody thinks that a plantation wedding photo on Pinterest is triggering. Why can't we show passion for these people who stood by us? And why don't we see how it hurts our reputation abroad to just pull out? We have such short-sightedness that we don't see that if we stop standing up for our values, if we stop keeping our promises, that we're going to lose some of our security as America. And so I guess personally, I would resolve to ask more questions to veterans, to try and care more, to look up stories. Because as I mentioned a few weeks ago, anecdotes are really one of the best ways to sway younger generations, that they really respond to those personal stories. So knowing that, even though I've been raised to appreciate reasoning and logic, I also know that those are very impactful. And I guess I will resolve to seek those out more. And I will resolve to ask other people of my generation to care more if it seems like they have their hierarchy of causes and their attitude is like, why does it matter? It shouldn't matter. That I guess not self-righteously, but I will encourage them and myself in the moment to, to sit down and care more and talk about it. And as older folks, you can share your stories with us and encourage us to care and make us really understand the sacrifice that these that our own soldiers have made and that the people in that region have made helping us so that we're better as Americans going forward and that we don't lose that ma- mentality of being righteous not just at home but abroad and standing for what we believe in. And that's Copper's Corner. Well, I'll be John Brown. That's, uh, that's good stuff. And, uh, and Copper, that is, um, that is spot on. And as somebody who served in Afghanistan and has... A friend who was on the show with us, like you said, uh, I want to say thank you. That was um, that was huge and uh, and well put. Um, and you know, and I, I think you're right. I mean, there's a it's 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 not like you're asking somebody to go down to the VFW and get a beer and listen to war stories. We're not talking about that. <laughs> what we are is talking about you know sharing the importance of a moment or or why yeah. uh, is someone who put on the uniform proud of their service? Um, you know, what was it about? Uh, 
being in one of the armed forces that uh, that meant something to them and and gave them values or credibility or skills that they didn't have before they started. Those those kind of stories are hugely important. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There there are any number of people, and I, and I have been proud to see, by the way, um, that since uh, that episode with Hamid, um, mm-hmm. there has been a movement by the Biden administration to try and get those interpreters and, and other allies uh, out of Afghanistan because they are certain to be executed in the wake of the Taliban um, takeover. And right now we're seeing that literally one-third uh, of the nation is all that's left under the control of the Afghan government. Uh, Taliban has swept through and captured 10 provincial capitals as of this morning. Jeez. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, they're basically, they're, it's, it's an onslaught right now. And, um, and so here's a newsflash, folks, if you're listening. Uh, spinning straight off of uh, Copper's Corner there is that while we're talking, literally while we're talking, the breaking news is that the United States is deploying 3,000 troops to help get our citizens and others out of the uh, Kabul region. Uh, so 3,000 more soldiers are going back on a combat mission, uh, and this will wind up being, um, yes, they're in harm's way, and it's going to wind up being a, um, um, a sort of a VIP rescue and evacuation. Um, but nonetheless, 3,000. Let me see if I can figure out where they're coming from, if it even says in the article. Uh, I don't think this is at all going to impact Redstone, but it's going to impact, I guarantee you, there's folks at Redstone, Anderson Army Depot, Fort Rucker, uh, Maxwell Air Force Base, who know people that are in the units that are being staged right now for deployment. Uh, I'm looking at 3,000 troops from, well, right now, I believe they're all infantry is what I think I saw with support elements, and uh, and they're probably coming out of three separate BCTs or brigade combat teams. I just don't know where yet. We'll find out. All right, folks, uh, that, that's that's amazing. Well, Copper, we're headed into the break now, so um, thank you for that. You, your, your points are solid as always. Uh, one of my favorite segments of the entire week. So, folks, Copper's Corner. Uh, there's an entire generation coming up behind us, and, uh, and there's a lot of them that are actually like Copper and my kids and others who are solid conservative and just plain right. Listen, folks, Right Side Radio, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. You can also stream us online. Go to rightsideradio.org. Just click Listen Live. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> 